We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to another edition of the Mason Brooks Show presented by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready, uh, Mason Brooks, Ole Miss's offensive lineman here with me again today. And as you would expect, since the show is called the Mason Brooks Show, it makes sense that Mason Brooks is here. We're brought to you each and every week by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. They've got all of the uh, best items. You guys know how it is. It's hot out there right now, but the weather is going to start to shift in the next few weeks because that's what happens as the summer fades away and the fall rolls in. Get a little cooler temperatures. You want to make sure that you are ready with all the latest uh, in-style things for uh, the fall season when it gets a little cooler inside the stadiums and such. And so go to therogue.com. they got all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit. Duckhead, I don't know, all the name brands. They've got it. They have specialists that go and select things from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Again, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Mason, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I could. Uh, I can't really complain. It was a, it was a uh, pretty, it was fun for me. No, no one wants to care about this. We'll, we'll talk about another thing for me. It was my first game to cover in person since the middle of 2019. Wow. So, yeah. It was kind of crazy. You know, obviously we had started doing a post game show on MPW digital about midway through the 2019 season. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what came across us. It was, maybe it was like a little bolt from the heavens or something like, Hey, you probably need to get ready for something. And then obviously 2020 was just right. chaos and calamity. Yeah. <laughs> and then last year we kept doing the post game show. And, and um, I'd, originally I was going to go back into, um, into the press box last year. And then I guess the Omicron thing hit and they came up with all these new rules and I was like, screw it. Let's just do what we did last year again. And this year is the first year. It feels like we're kind of back to normal. And so it was kind of interesting for me to be back um, in a press box doing my job that I had done for decades before. <laughs> so, yeah, but nobody cares about that. I don't. I'm as, as I'm talking about it. I don't. <laughs> <know>. So, <laughs> cool. cool. It's cool. It's starting. So for you, um, your first Ole Miss game yesterday. I know you've been on campus for a while, and your family's here, and all that stuff now. But uh, your first Ole Miss game, your first walk of champions, your first. Uh, all of that stuff just kind of take me through your experiences, if you would. Yeah, uh, the walk of champions is is nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I guess, we'll start there. And Coach Kevin, um, 
does a really good job of preaching and coaching, um, like not to allow your emotions to range too hard. So kind of coming up into the walk of champions, you hear about it. And, you know, I told you last week, I was excited about it and everyone's kind of excited about it, but I, I wanted to make sure that like, I was pretty level headed going through it so that I didn't, you know, range up here. And then, you know, you got a couple hours kick off and you got to range back up. I'm trying to stay consistent. Um, but then you get there and, you know, I got my, I got my cowboy hat on and all my Texas gear that I'm, you know, used to wearing and growing up wearing. And we pull up and there's just, there's just people like a sea of people everywhere. And, and everyone's screaming, yelling, the bus is shaking. And, and I, I remember just distinctly stepping off the bus and like almost blacking out. I was just like, this is, this is unreal. This is just surreal. And I'm walking through the Grove and I, I, I wanted to take my earbuds out, but I, I did not Cause there's so many people yelling and it was just, so much going on and I got my hat and I felt like I was in the wild west just <laughs> walking through these people and uh you know my mom and dad were both there um which was really cool my parents both haven't been in a game for me for a while and so that was really exciting um and my mom said you know I'm gonna be on the curve um and I, I was thinking you know you know kind of what I'm used to and what I thought I thought it was kind of a straight shot maybe a curve you know one curve so I'm I'm walking and I'm there's people everywhere. I'm high-fiving people. I'm nodding my hat. I'm, you know, going through and I'm thinking back one curve, two curves. Three. Oh my gosh. Like I missed my mom and I wasn't even thinking. And I'm like, Oh, she's going to be so upset. And so now I'm scanning and every, I'm not even looking at people. I'm just looking for my mom. And finally we, we get around a curve and I hear her crying because that's just how my mom is. And she's amazing. Um, and that was just so awesome. Um, you know, be able to hug my mom and, then I was like, oh, my dad. I miss my dad. But I turned the corner and there's my dad. And, uh, you know, so I got to hug both my parents and uh, really just felt felt the love, um, you know, from the fan base. And it's crazy how much Oxford supports us. And um, just something that they talk about and something that I wanted to do since I was a kid is just, you know, play at the highest stage and be part of, um, you know, something great. And, you know, I've been part of great teams and, you know, it's it's, it's amazing to continue to be part of, of great teams, but you know, that, and then, you know, pregame, you know, walking out and, and touching the Chucky Mullins head and what that means and, and rocking back and forth with these guys that I've been working with for months. And, you know, obviously the game is a game and, and I'm not too much into the semantics, but um, there was a little bit of stopping and smelling the roses there because I really do feel blessed to be here. And, I, and I'm so thankful to be at Ole Miss and, and, and uh, just so happy to, to be able to experience that and then to go out and, and play, obviously. But um, that was really a cool experience and just made me feel, um, you know, so appreciative for what I have. So, you know, I know you won't believe this, but I had this conversation last year with Chance Campbell when he was doing the show and um, he had some of the similar things to say. And as the season went on, he kept saying, there's more of them. There's just more of them and he would just get floored by how many more people there were <laughs> like not, nothing against troy obviously or central arkansas who you will play this week but it's going to be different when it's kentucky when it's auburn when it's alabama when it's mississippi state when those teams are the ones that are coming into vaught hemingway i mean I, I i don't think that's being disrespectful to to uh to anyone it's just the truth and uh he chance when, i saw chance actually yesterday he was at your game yeah, i saw him yeah and and uh <laughs> he would just go there's just more of them there's just so many more of them it just he goes I, I i kept wondering how can you put more people and then they just <laughs> do so 
that's probably what your uh, what your experience is going to be over the course of the year as you look down from the bus and go, you know what? There's more this time, and and uh, yeah, it is it is a it is one of those really cool traditions. There's so many of those traditions throughout college football. There was I was um, yesterday I was watching it was early in the day right before I left for the stadium. I was watching <laughs> I was one of the people somehow watching Iowa and South Dakota State. Uh-huh. Yes, and I, and I was asking myself why am I watching this and. Yet they do that deal at the end of the first quarter where everyone in the stadium turns and waves at the kids. Yeah. And that is so powerful. It was just, I'm like, this is what makes this sport so special. It's it's the craziness and the uniqueness and the, the, the traditions. And that's definitely one of the cool ones. Yeah. Nothing like it. I, I, I came in the locker room kind of like, and I remember we were all sitting in the living room last night. And, and I said, you know, that was so cool. And, and the guys in here were kind of like, yeah, you know, it was, it was all right. And I was like, it was all right. And they're like, just, just wait till we get to SEC play. And so that's obviously not, you know, why I'm here, but, but definitely funny that, that you said that and everyone said that. So just a cool aspect, just part of being here and another cool aspect of being able to play this level and, and being gifted. And so um, just super, super awe-inspiring, but super thankful. So uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. Um <laughs> I, I know you didn't play a ton. You got some some snaps at uh, at right guard. You guys have an offensive line. I'm not going to ask you details because that's kind of the agreement. I don't think it's fair to you for me to like pin you down on stuff that's happening inside. But Lane talked about there was an injury at, at left tackle. He didn't go into the details, so I won't I won't ask about it. But you having to stay ready at all times, having to kind of be ready to go. And and at this point, whether to, you know to play multiple positions, maybe it's on the outside, maybe it's on the inside. Take me through that uh, that process for you as a game's going along, and you know you're you're watching a game, and yet you're having to think about, hey, I, my name could get called any minute now. Yeah, it's a totally different challenge. Um, you know, one that I haven't faced, and I kind of think I thought when I was coming here, like, oh, the challenge here is going to be, you know, playing with the big dogs and all this. But you know, as this month's kind of gone on, and then after the first game, I'm realizing, like. I, I have the confidence and I think I have the ability to play with anybody. Um, and, and that's who I've always been as a player. But the real challenge this season is going to be, okay, am I ready to go in at right guard? Am I ready to go in at left guard? Am I ready to, to play on the outside? Um, and, and when my number's called, am I going to perform? And, um, you know, I was, we were talking on the sideline um, just because we were playing musical chairs there, um, you know, a lot in the second quarter with guys coming in, guys coming out. One thing that I think we've done a really good job of and that's exciting about our O-line is that we can do that and that there isn't a drop-off. I mean, you got Mike Capetis coming in and playing right tackle and he's never played in a game before and there's no drop-off there. And, you know, Jaden's out there as a freshman and, you know, battling different stuff and there's not, there's not a drop-off there. You're moving German to the left, I'm playing right guard. You know, there's some musical chairs in the, in the middle that, that can happen too. It's just – it's a good – it's a good sign, you know, when you have guys that can do that. So it, it is a different challenge, um, you know, not one that I think I was fully expecting, obviously, like we talked about going into the season, um, but one that I'm attacking head on um, and I'm happy to to be a part of. And I think it's going to make me a better player. And, and, you know, so whether whether I go in at guard or, or tackle or freaking tight end, um, you know, I'm going to do my job um, and I'm going to try to kick the, the man across from me tail and that's just kind of the mentality I keep and so um it's different but uh it's, it's exciting and, and like I said it's just it's an honor to be here it's an honor to play here and so 
That's how I'm looking at it. You know, I have to think for Jaden and for Micah, having a guy like you who's played a lot of college football, who's an older guy, who uh, obviously has a great head on his shoulders, who's a, a, a obviously a really good person, I would think you are a uh, resource for those guys because they're young and this is their first college experience. And I don't care how good you are when you get out there that first time, those first few times, you're you're swimming a little, the heart beats up. You're uh... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You're, you're thinking a lot. The game probably feels super fast at times, even against a Troy or whatever. And I would think you are quite a resource for them in terms of just someone to bounce things off of, to be a, for you to be kind of a mentor. Is that kind of a role that you're catching yourself playing? So? Yeah, I try to be. I think that uh, me and Micah uh, have more simpatico uh, personality styles. Jaden's a little bit more compartmentalized. So with Jaden and I just try to be an encourager, but understand that Jaden's very quiet and um, might not always – reciprocate but he's always thinking um and so for for that i'm more of you know just speaking to him talking to him about what he's seeing um you know we're on the sidelines probably half that game you know chopping up you know what are you seeing what rush are you getting here and, and he's he's so bright he's so bright he knows you know exactly what's going on and, and i forget i'm sitting next to a you know a kid who hasn't played a freaking you know 18 year old who's out here you know working these guys and then micah's um you know, more of an emotional style player, which is really when I was younger in my career, that's how I started out. Um, you know, a lot of like 
raw emotion and and I've kind of learned to harness that harness that in and so um you know with Micah it's just kind of keeping him on the horse and 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 keeping him level-headed and, and he did a great job and he's so excited to go in and being able to play next to him especially on that first drive that he was in I think was good um you know for both of us but um, anytime that I could <laughs> pour into younger guys, even the younger guys in that, uh, you know, Preston Cushman and Kimmies, um, I do feel like when I was a young player, I leaned really hard on the seniors that I was around. Um, and so to try to be able to do that for the guys here, um, like you said, I think that's a good resource for the, these cats. And so I try to, um, you know, input and uh, give some knowledge as a pointer to where I can. You know, it's a lesson I'll never forget. It's a, it's a, little, like a little journalism lesson, but it's about offensive line play. So when I'll get it, you're gonna you're gonna get it as we go. I was covering yeah. Auburn as a uh, as early in my career, like the late '90s. Um, you probably were still like in diapers or something. And um, Hugh Nall, the former uh, Georgia offensive lineman, was the offensive line coach at uh, at Auburn. He had played on that 1980 national title team with Herschel Walker in the backfield at Georgia. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you a quiz." And I was like, okay. And he goes, you have two choices as a football coach. You can have five average offensive linemen and an elite running back, or you can have an average running back and five elite offensive linemen. So I'm sitting there going, hmm, all right, let me think. This is an offensive lineman, one of these <laughs> Auburners guys. He's probably trying to – what he's getting at is that un- offensive linemen are, are, are underappreciated. So I said, five elite offensive linemen. And I was waiting for him to go, hell yeah. And he goes, nope. You want the elite running back. An elite running back can make average offensive linemen look elite. And an average offensive lineman, an average running back can make elite offensive linemen look average. Yeah, 100%. You guys have a couple of guys at least who at least yesterday looked elite. Zach Evans obviously is special. And this kid Judkins, goodness gracious now. Did I I say it? Did I say it or did I say it? Hey, this, Ulysses Bennett, man, I'm, I'm, we're deep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Ulysses Bennett or Kentrell Bullock or whatever. But yesterday, the two guys that that got the rock the most, um, they looked special. I mean, yeah. Zach Evans had you guys stuck to the ground game and not said, "Hey, we got to experiment a little bit with what we're doing. We got to break in these quarterbacks. We got to figure some stuff out." Th- those guys could have gone for two hundred a pair. I mean, they were, they were on. What is it like to be? Uh, on that offensive line in that offensive line unit knowing that those are the cats that are behind you that can make you look really good if you'll just kind of do your job it's great it's great too because zach is very very much an uncontent um player which kind of is is an like an oxymoron i don't know what that is but um he's never satisfied with his work um and i love that about zach like he just wants to do more and he's very vocal about it um, and so you always know that his standard for himself is, is higher than he can ever achieve. And so you hope that he shows up with that mentality every day. And then Quinchon is just, just a kid. I mean, he's really like, uh, I remember the spring they said that uh, coach, the line coach said something about like, you know, he ran somebody over and coach was like, this, this kid's supposed to be at prom next week. And he's out here running over grown men. <laughs> and uh, it's really true. He's, he's, He's so quiet and he just smiles all the time. He's got braces and he's just happy to be out there. But he, I mean, he wants to run through people and he, he just, he wants to score and he wants to, he's a selfish new player this week. Uh, we had a bus of protection or something. And he ran up there and mowed somebody down. I mean, he just beyond the, the running, um, you know, those guys just 
they really want to just help anywhere they can and they want to be great. And uh, when you have a selfless group of running backs like that, that also want to pass protect, they want to, you know, work with the offensive line and, and they treat us with respect. It, you know, it makes our job so much easier. Um, like you said, you know, you can have X, X amount of, of average offensive linemen. And if you have an elite running back or, you know, elite running backs that can uh, hit the holes and read stuff like we do, um, it, it makes our job easy. So um, can't say enough good stuff about, about the running back room and what coach Blackwell is doing uh, with those guys. Yeah. Zach Evans is so funny. He came in there yesterday. He was getting all the quarterback questions because we have to ask quarterback questions when right. you're starting yeah. a new quarterback and then starting another quarterback. People are like, I don't know why y'all keep asking quarterback questions. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Stop. You would, if you were in our shoes, you'd have to ask to <laughs> stop. <laughs> but Zach was so funny. Cause he was like, uh, I don't, we don't even need a quarterback. Right. We don't, I don't, I don't, that's I don't, how he thinks yeah, I'm and i'm telling you i was like you know he really believes this this is not him he does <laughs> he, lo- he just loves like chasing greatness man it's cool it's really cool to be around yeah so. he's he is he's a beast and and uh boy judkins i mean i wrote this yesterday judkins right says you know star of the future i'm like i don't know the future's like next week i mean he's yeah. he, he comes fast in the sbc man he's uh he's God gifted him, man. He's he yep. is he's got thunderbolts for legs and his ability to shift and stuff and hit a hole and, and then he's got that toughness that and that like you said he runs with an anger that I just don't think you can coach. Yeah. That's nice. We we said uh he, first off, he's still humble too. I mean, he's just this the sweetest kid. And I said it's ironic because he's the sweetest kid and he runs like possessed, like he's trying to but uh, I said, you know, we were talking about it last night in here and, and oh, man, Quish had a really good game. He, he he tries to like destroy people, and uh, and we said you know Quinshawn's going to be you know a fantastic player as long as he can freaking stay okay, man. He's trying to just kill people out there. So, um, but you know that's a good quality to have in a running back. So super, um, super exciting, really exciting. I mean, like you said, you know, like everyone saw, uh, you know, a lot, a lot to to love there with Quinshawn. Offensively, is it when you get a lead like that going in? You know, it's pretty obvious. You guys are human beings. You can look out there and see that you're winning the game. There's, you're not losing the game. Is, is it hard to keep intensity up and to keep the foot on the gas and all that? I mean, that's kind of a, a learned quality over the course of a season, I'm guessing. Yeah. I, frankly, I, I, I'm, I was disappointed in the second half. Um, you know, I thought we, we came out kind of complacent and, and flat, and there's a lot of moving pieces in. You know, one and zero is the end of the goal, and I'm, I'm. But I do do think you know in my career and kind of um, you know as many games I played. I know I haven't played a whole lot of SC games, but I played a whole lot of Troy style games, um, and you know that's kind of my bread and butter or whatever. But um, you know, I think it it is easy to kind of rest on your 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 laurels, and and a lot of teams do it, and they preach you know against that. But you know, when you have a lead and you're kind of you know, used to this style of play or oh, we got this in the bag. I think sometimes fundamentals and, and technical stuff and the little things, the details that we preach so hard about kind of get away from you. Um, and so I think that that this week discipline is going to be harped very hard, um, especially with respecting our next opponent and and looking, looking down the road, um, you know, into this week. Um, I really hope that we come out this week, you know, disciplined, um, and put together a complete game because while there was tons of good stuff, um, there's there's a lot to work on. I think there was a lot left out there that we could have uh, accomplished. And and I'm not taking away from what we did. I'm just saying, um, you know, the standard here and the standard that Lane holds is 
um, you know, greatness and excellence. And, and that's what I want to achieve. And that's what the guys want to achieve. And so um, it, it's frustrating when, when we feel, when I feel like we, you know, underperform. that being said, I thought the defense um, stuck it. And I think the defense surprised a lot of people. And that, that was what something that I knew. Um, but I thought it was awesome to see, um, those guys kind of get rolling and start to kind of build a head of steam. You know, J.J. Pegues, we talked about him last week. Yeah. I mean, so there and just decapitates their quarterback. Um, you know, uh, J.I., these guys, you know, these transfers, Troy, Ky- uh, Kyrie Coleman. Yeah. Um, you know, all these guys we brought in, you know, and then Battles and, and these guys that are experienced have been here all kind of coming together. Um, they really – played very collectively well and I thought it was good to see those guys mesh and so I was really happy with the defense and I love seeing the defense make plays and you know throw the fin up and so that was cool so when you get back to the house on a Saturday night after a game like that do you watch a lot of other football or is it kind of get away from the the game or did y'all turn on like you know Notre Dame Ohio State or Florida Utah or all that or did you just kind of detox we had it running but everyone's just kind of like sprawled out um, you know, tired and, and, you know, elevating their arms or their legs or something. And so um, I was trying to find that freaking Hawaii WKU game because I got to support my guys, my roommate, and it's, you know, it's supposed to be on this or that. And I'm trying to stream it illegally or whatever, and I can't find it. And so I just I just looked at the uh, the game cast of that. But, no, we, we turned on the Notre Dame game, and we had a couple different games going, and we were, we were playing our game on the back TV and just kind of, you know, watching it and, and, and getting a first look at it. And, um, you know, I'm, I think a lot of the guys in here, um, you know, like to start to analyze their film as soon as the game's over so they can start to kind of correct mistakes. And so it's a little, little little football, but also I'm a big detox guy. I like a little time off to just relax. So I got pissed off at the Southern Miss Liberty game. I had the Southern Miss uh, money line and uh, Southern Miss lost in triple overtime. And I'm just going to tell you, it is, you, there's no, I did not prepare you for this. I, I, have, I am vehemently opposed to the rule that in the third overtime, it just becomes a two point conversion play. I hate that. I despise that. That sucks. Do you despise I mean, that today, or do you despise that when the money line's against you, or do you despise that always? I think I despise it in general. Super despise it now. It yeah. just, I really despised it last night. <laughs> <laughs> but it just doesn't. You, you guys go through. I was think. I was literally thinking about this. It was. I wasn't just thinking about my money here. I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about. You go through fall camp and you go through all this stuff, and then you play a game that goes forever. And then you play an overtime and you play a second overtime and it comes down to one two point conversion play. That's it. That just doesn't feel that was like the coin flip, the coin flip in the, in the league a couple of years ago with the bills or whatever. Yeah. Last year with the bills like, and the chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Like this all comes down to what chance the flip of a coin, like is determining a whole game. Is that how we're, we're doing this? It just, just doesn't, doesn't feel right. Yeah. Doesn't feel right. Hey, well, listen, I uh, appreciate appreciate the time today. Uh, we're brought to you each and every week, as I said, by the Rogue 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Uh, go there. Get uh, all the latest uh, all the latest styles, all the latest gears. We tell you they uh, always have stuff that's uh, just that's made just for um, just for you as the fall rolls around and we get closer and closer to uh a little cooler weather. You want to start thinking about having those styles. I know it's hard to think about when it's 92 degrees outside, but it won't be 92 forever. You want to be ready for that. So that's therogue.com. We're also brought to you by Liston and D's. It's a full service law firm located in Ridgeland, Mississippi. They focus on complex civil litigation. Liston and D's clients include individuals, businesses, and state governments throughout the United States. 
So for uh, Mason Brooks, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for this edition. We'll be back next week. Recap Central Arkansas. Look ahead to the first road trip of the season as Mm -hmm. Ole Miss heads to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech a little later in the month. So uh, until then, have a great uh, rest of your weekend. Have a great week and talk to you soon. Thanks. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.